Hello everyone and welcome to Refinery Life Australia. I'm Gary Hoban and I'm the Senior Pastor and Lead Elder of Refinery Life Church on the beautiful Gold Coast. If you're on the Gold Coast, come and join us as we meet together and we share in the Word of our Lord. We meet at 9.30 on Sundays at 222 Turpin Road, Labrador. And for more details, you can visit our website, which is www.refinerylife.org. We hope you enjoy this message today and that you really get a touch from God. This week, we're continuing our series titled Standing Firm Under Stress, and the messages are coming from Peter's first epistle. Peter knew what it meant to be under pressure. And he wrote to people who were under the pressure of persecution. His book speaks to the personal needs of God's people today. And today we're talking about God's chosen people. The text we're concentrating on is 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10. And it says, But you are, chose, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession so that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light. Verse 10. Once you were not a people at all, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And then the scripture reading, if you'd like to write them down to read later, will be Exodus 19, 3-6, Titus 2, 11-14, and 1 Peter 2, 9-10, which we've just read. Peter had exhorted the scattered Christians of the Roman provinces to consecrate themselves to Christ on the basis that they were, firstly, children of God the Father. That's in 1 Peter 1, 13-25. Secondly, they were believers in Christ who ought to grow Thirdly, they were living stones in the temple, which is 1 Peter 2, 4-8. And now he called for consecration on the basis that they are God's people, God's chosen people. And this relationship may be plotted as a dot within a circle. The circle completely owns the dot. God completely owns his people, and they are God's chosen people. The text designating Christians as God's chosen people is almost identical with the words of God spoken through Moses at the foot of Mount Sinai when he designated Israel as God's chosen people. That was Exodus 19.3.6. The people of Israel misunderstood the nature of their covenant relationship. They thought that they were better than the Gentiles. They genuinely thought that they had been elected to salvation rather than to service. And in the main, they persecuted and killed God's representatives, culminating in the crucifixion of Jesus. In the parable of the wicked husband, Jesus epitomized their sad story of poor stewardship. He indicated the end of Israel's special relationship with the words in Matthew 21.43. Let's read it. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to another people, whom will produce the fruit of it. Our scripture today informs us that the nation, or the people who now have a similar relationship to God as the chosen people, are Christians. The nature of God's chosen people. Let's have a look at that. God had called his people out of darkness into his wonderful light. They had come out from heathenism to Christianity. 
And we need to ask ourselves, was Peter familiar with these writings of Paul or did these writers, Peter and Paul, independently develop the same ideas? They were a chosen people, 1 Peter 1.9, an elect race corresponding to the spiritual Israel, Abraham's children of faith. They were a royal priesthood, 1 Peter 2.9. Every Christian is a priest. He or she needs no one to go to God on their behalf. We say that officers in Christ's church are deacons, etc., but they're not priests. Thirdly, they're a holy nation. Holy means set apart and dedicated to God. God's special possession is another one. 1 Peter 2.9 Paul wrote in Titus 2.14 Who willingly gave himself to be crucified on our behalf to redeem us and purchase our freedom from all our wickedness and to purify himself a chosen and very special people to be his own possession who are enthusiastic for doing what is good. The purpose. What was the purpose of God's election? Let's have a look at 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies, the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The purpose is that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's the purpose. When God first chose Israel at Mount Sinai, the reason was not that God loved Israel more than the Gentiles. Exodus 19.5 says, For the earth is mine. And that's one of the reasons God gave for calling Israel as a special people. God's election of Israel was a method for reaching all nations. But God's election of Christians is a method for reaching the heathen with the gospel. And today's a shorter message, and as we finish up, the purpose of our life is nothing else but to glorify God. Election is not to salvation, but to service. The Christian is to bear fruit. God desires his chosen people to be missionaries to all people. doesn't mean you need to go overseas. You can do it right in your own country, in your own state, in your own city, in your own town. Why not even start in your own house? If God's people become rebellious and sinful, he may raise up another people who will accomplish his purpose. Ask the Israelites. I really want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And he can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body, if you will allow him to. You're important to God. You know that already. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. You don't need a prophet to come along and say, I've got a word for you. Open your Bible and let God speak to you. So whatever you're concerned about, and whatever you need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And until next time, stay in the blessings. Stay in the blessings.